Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? What's up? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are slammable, and I'm joined by my co-host. Oh, I'll slam you and make you welcome to the jam. What up, guys? It's the BKS here, the best-kept idiot all around. Welcome to the jam. It's time to slam. Time to summer slam. Yeah. It's time to summer slam because before we get into slamming, we... And damn Pause. And no, no, I fixed it. I said, and then. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I, I give you I that. Covered, I, I covered your bases, you dirty little boy. Exactly. Before we do that, we'd like to thank anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, SummerSlam 2023 in Detroit, Michigan has come and gone. There was tribal combat. There was a cash-in. There was a story that has yet to be finished. There was a battle royal after a slim gym there was there was just so much and we're gonna go through everything unpack it all kind of discuss everything that went down at SummerSlam. first of all was there any like thing that stuck out to you most on the card like match type wise just in general like hey SummerSlam 2023 first thought that pops into my head is Ricochet might be a star after the match with Logan. I was like, if there was any time to put a rocket ship to Logan to Ricochet, was this match? Because I actually cared about Ricochet going into this match. Maybe because it's a high profile Logan Paul. Maybe it's all that. It's like one. It didn't feel like Logan Paul stepping down after the match with Seth Rollins and Mania. His um, Royal Rumble appearance, his match with Roman, his match with The Miz. It felt. It, it didn't feel like he was going down the card. It felt like Ricochet was going up the card. It, that that seems to be the trend. It's kind of like whenever NXT people come up to the main roster, they face Dolph Ziggler. It's yeah. like if you're gonna be the company's like next like hot commodity besides like LA Knight, yeah, you, you yeah, you go and you face Logan Paul. I thought I was the only one who noticed the crowd in Detroit, Michigan, was so hot for Ricochet in the start of the match. I was like, okay, like. We're doing a thing here. Like, this is a thing. I was going to say, everyone's like, oh, why is Logan Paul facing Ricochet? I'm like, if, if you want to make a star, and that's how I want Chad Gable. Even though Chad Gable's doing amazing, that match with Gunther a couple of weeks ago on Raw, give me Chad versus Logan Paul now if it's going to elevate Chad even further. Yeah, and to just kind of circle back to Ricochet real quick, great match. I personally, I think it was a good finish. For the match because it's like it's not a decisive victory for logan paul because he used the brass knuckles mm-hmm. but he also cheated ricochet out of the the win and yeah. you know it made it, again like what you said it made ricochet look strong in defeat it and made- logan couldn't have I, personally heading into this we kind of didn't do predictions but i didn't think logan could lose another match i just oh, think yeah, like, he's gonna win that- by because By whatever he, he means. Because he lost. Because the last time he won was last year at SummerSlam against the Miz. He lost to Roman. He lost to Rumble, and he lost to Seth. And it's like Logan couldn't deserve a loss. Ricochet could have deserved the win. But I mean, this match wasn't about Ricochet winning this match. It was this match was literally only there to make us care about Ricochet. Yes. And put the spotlight on Ricochet like he was back in the NXT, and and I 
I can't not deny it. I was like, I'm watching this match. I want to see this, how this goes out. Yeah, and there was, I forgot, like, I was watching, like, a Cultaholic video or Gross. Uh, what, what culture. Okay. I like, what, I like them both. Yeah. Um, they were like, since Logan Paul is a part-time wrestler, a loss to him wouldn't affect him as much as a loss for Ricochet. Mm-hmm. But the way, it, I think this match, like, in a nutshell is how the match finished. It wasn't a decisive win for Logan. Yeah. It was a cheap, like, brass knuckles, like, smarmy heel win. And, you know, Ricochet pretty much had that match packed away. So, um, And you made a good point going back to, like, how, like, you know, when NXT calls up, you face Storm Ziggler. Oh, now Baron Corbin, it feels like now with uh, Cameron Grimes. I feel like if you want to elevate somebody and see if they are, like, next in line to, like, an IC title, U.S., or even, hell, a WWE award title, make them against Logan Paul. See how the crowd reacts to it. Let's see how everything goes like that. And then that's how you know, oh, hey, this guy, we have something here. Yeah. I think that's – you use Logan Paul sparingly. Don't You don't need him to go for titles. You could have him just be the guy who steals the show every single night. Like, you had – Mr. WrestleMania and Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, if you want to consider that as well, because the street, you could call Logan Paul Mr. Pay-Per-View and put these five-star matches, like five-star matches and like great matches. Yeah, I feel like that's what you should do with all the, because you have so many talent here that aren't being used on TV, but you put them against Logan Paul on a pay-per-view and then put the spotlight on it because pay-per-view one, you have sponsors, you have People that like the Impulsive Podcast, they love Logan Paul's YouTube channel, his brother, and all that. You do that, and you put that eyes on a like Chad Gable, a Cameron Grimes, a Killian Cross. It's gonna be, it's got money to make. I'm actually excited now to see Johnny Gargano versus Logan Paul. I, I was just to about to say, like, um, looking at that Slim Jim Battle Royal, I was like, all right, there's Grayson Waller. Champa, there's Chad Gable, Otis. Like, there's so many like underutilized talents, like just waiting to do something. And I thought about Johnny. I was like, Johnny Gargano, where are you? Um, personally, I would have loved for him to be the one to dethrone Gunther. Oh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I, I would. Maybe, love that. maybe you can do that. Uh well, it's gonna say. Did, didn't they say they were going to do something with Grayson Waller on SummerSlam? Oh, LA9 was supposed to have a segment. I honestly have no clue, but once I seen LA Knight Battle Royal, I was like, if they don't give him the win here. But what? The I, win means nothing. When Omos came out, I w- personally, I, I heard MVP, and I was like, oh, Bobby Lashley? And then he's like, no, the seven-foot-tall. I was like, oh, no. no. Oh, I was, no. I was praying for you. I was praying for you because <laughs> I know how much you like L.A. Knight. And I personally was pulling for him, too. But, like, I once like, I seen Omos, I'm like, they might do this. They might, they might, they might do it. I, I actually did not care about this battle royal because there was nothing at stake. It should have been, like, a number one contender to, like, yeah. the U.S. title or The IC title after Whatever I, your brand is, you get yeah. the mid card. Oh, you know. More title, but anyway. But Santos Escobar was in that match too, and he's getting his U.S. title shot this week. I which think I, on SmackDown. I, which I felt like you could have taken the battle royale away and put that as the 
United States title match. Oh, sorry, the IC title. No, it is US. Slam Jam United States title. I mean, that would have fit because that's as American as it gets. I would wait for Macho Man to come in and I'm going to break it into like a Slam Jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, LA Knight getting a win. Good. Like, he's finally. on the card. Yeah, he's finally. on the card. Yeah, finally. He's on the card. I think that's what we need. That's all we need. Um, I guess now I want to transfer over to my my boy, Cody Rhodes. Whoa, whoa, there goes Cody Rhodes. So he finally picked up the third win over Brock. I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Was there any doubt that he would lose this match? See, I wanted, if it was a, the match that we got, a one-on-one match. Should have been a stipulation. It should it should have been a stipulation. Rumor had it Cody wanted a dog collar match. Vince yes. was like, no, I feel like a dog collar match would have fit this match perfectly after it. I kinda I kinda stopped caring about this feud because you don't know why Brock is just targeting Cody. Brock was just like, I'm a bully, I'm gonna just pick on well, technically, we don't know why, because after the match, they, yeah. like, hugged it out and, like, they had respect. So was it just Brock, like, this is his way of showing love to somebody, <laughs> breaking, breaking their breaking their arm, kayfabe, like, you well, know. Good, good on Cody. Good on Cody, though, because he went to his premiere of um, the night, what was it, The Nightmare? Dude, that documentary is amazing. I, I haven't watched it, it yet, but he, he he went there with a with the broken arm. I'm like, good for you, Cody, keeping K Flavor alive. He's a wrestler through and through. He's an industry guy. Yeah, him, him and Pat McAfee. When Pat McAfee went to the UFC with the um, broken ribs, I was yep. like, good for you, Pat. Good for you. So <laughs> I guess that kind of like leads us into our next thing, or I, I just quick, oh, and then also, maybe oh, we'll do a whole other pot about it. But yeah, what but, are we gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say Triple H also said that 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 segment of Brock hugging Cody and raising his hand was not planned. planned. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like Brock, what are you doing? You you broke his eyes arm last month, and now you're just like, hey, no, no hard feelings. Literally, feeling, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, can we can we just like I I personally loved it, but like at the same time too, I'm like, you you broke his arm yeah. like. A couple weeks ago, if yeah. anything. So it's one of the bridge, Brock. It's fine. It's fine. It is fine. Um, I'm just interested to see where he goes after this, Cody. I heard Bray Wyatt was a weird thing, weird shout. But I, I would have, I honestly would have loved it if Bray cost Cody the match. And then uh, I'm in then, another route, but yes, I, I would have loved that. And then Cody, Bray, and Bray could have been anyone but you, Cody. Like the thing with Roman, anyone but you, you don't deserve this title. I'm the one to do it. And then you go through the stardust, the undashing, the dashing, the legacy. I would have loved that. I was whole, I was praying for Bray to come out and cost your boy, your boy, the match. Personally, personally, I was in the camp of if the stars aligned and stuff was true that you read on the internet, Randall, give me Randall Keith Orton as Cody's next opponent a heel randy no i would take that I, I i need him to finish the story with matt riddle first okay we'll walk before we can run yeah um but speaking about walking before you can run uh finn balor seth rollins man came out with the vest again the same vest that he came out with for the universal title seven years ago plus 10 troll he is such a good troll, Seth Rollins. <laughs> like, he did the shield thing with Roman. He did the polka dots with Cody and Hell in a Cell. He did this, the same vest where he broke Finn's shoulder. I mean, come on. It don't get better than this. 
Are we sure he's a he's a he- face? Are we I was sure? just about to say <laughs> he's supposed to be the face in this thing, but like Finn, I mean, personally, I would have loved for Finn to win here. I thought Seth has a good run here with the World Heavyweight Championship, but something about Finn holding that title and having Damian Priest like looming in the shadows, like you're supposed to be the guy I cash in on. Like, what am I supposed to do with this briefcase now? I, I don't know. That that dynamic would have been fun to look at, but maybe maybe we revisit. I just don't know who Seth faced next, like after Finn. Does he feud with like Dominic? Does he feud with Damian Priest, even though he has the briefcase? It's just kind of hard to pick out like the next competitor for Seth. Dominic Mysteria. That you're going Dom. No, I'm not going Dom. I'm not. Okay. Uh-huh. I, was, I, was, I, I said like who? Like it, it doesn't, at least to me, I don't know a clear competitor unless it's like Grayson Waller or something. Well, but Gray, that, Grayson Waller's on SmackDown. Oh. Can't be Gunther. I mean, it could be it Gunther. Could like, be. I, I was I, that was my my legit answer was going to be Gunther. Because then you can have the Ultimate Warrior thing where two titles on the line. Gunther be like, "There's no one that can beat me." Blah blah blah. And Seth is like, "Well, Finn couldn't beat me. AJ couldn't beat me." Mm. Unless they do LA Knight. Well, LA Knight's on SmackDown. Dang it! Why are all these people on SmackDown? I don't know why, but. I, yeah, it's kind of hard to pick out Seth's next opponent. But I do want to talk about... Wait, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to look at the Raw roster real quick. Um, but who do, you, who, who do you think from, like... Do you think we should get Dirty Dom facing Cody well, since he has the title? Well, he's an NXT... Technically, he's like an NXT North American champion, so... He needs to figure that out. I, I just don't get that. I mean, like, it's good for him. He, he should just be in NXT. But, hey, you know, to each their own. They, they, right, they wait, know wait, what they're wait. doing. All right, so All you right. got the roster. I got the roster. We got Adam Pierce. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that is noom, N-O-O-M, 
dot com slash believe. B L. Okay, number one contender. Number one contender. We got a Karatazala. Gosh. We got Apollo Cruz. Okay. We got Braun Strowman. He's hurt. Oh yeah, he's hurt. We got Bronson Reed. Potentially. Chad Gable. Kind of. Uh, Cody Rhodes. No, stay away. <laughs> um, Damian Priest. He has the briefcase, so he can just do it whenever. Yeah, Dexter Loomis, but you know, I don't know where the heck is he? <laughs> Drew McIntyre, if you turn him heel. Oh, okay. Uh, not Eric. You go run again with Finn, but I feel like that chapter's ended at SummerSlam. Yeah, that's done. Um, JD McDonough, but we haven't seen him. Uh, that would be awesome, but yeah. Um, Story wise, it would fit perfectly after Finn losing. You have JD McDonough going after it. Um, Jinder Mahal. Sure, Summer Jinder Part Two. Stop it. <laughs> um, who else we got? Johnny Gargano, which you know, give me the way. Where is he? First of all, well, he was in the Battle Royale, wasn't he? No. Oh, that's the problem I had. I was like, "Where uh, is he?" Matt, Matt Riddle. But they, I don't not, know. Oh, somebody yeah. who somebody who we're, we're wondering where he is. Odyssey Jones. Oh, I forgot about. I forgot <laughs> all about that. Uh, Riddick Moss. No. Shinsuke, because isn't Shinsuke kind of like a tweener now? Uh, yeah, Shinsuke, but he's like in a weird thing with Champa right now. Yeah. And Bronson uh, Ch- Reed, but Champa, um, the Miz. Okay, Miz. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, but what I do here, actually, why was she on SmackDown? Oh my gosh! <laughs> can everyone just can we redraft? Come on. <laughs> so I hear two things. Um, actually, the second thing can wait. The first thing, I'm gonna, uh, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retract Gunther. Glorious. But he's he's hurt, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. They said Bobby Roode was in Detroit. Yeah, he was working backstage as a producer. Apparently, maybe, maybe he makes an appearance on Raw. Who knows? Also, it could just be like Braun Breaker as a uh, no, as a no, SummerSlam call up. Forgot about keep, those. Keep him on NXT for now. Yeah. Well, see, speaking I, of- I, I liked it with Finn. Finn lost the title, but then he still stayed in NXT. For a couple more years, and then came up. Instead of just like for the past people, we had Rude who lost the title, and then the next night he was on Raw. It's yeah. like let some of them let them go for other titles, make them go for tag titles. Yeah, let it marinate a little bit. Yeah. Um, but something that's been marinating is EO Sky holding that women's Money in the Bank briefcase. Who called it? We, who, we who, both called it. Who, I know, but. I, I, it's all about me. All right, fine, I'll give it to you. you, you this is your moment. It's my moment. I called it. I mean, I, I'm just... I'm looking at the finish of the match. Charlotte had Bianca in the figure eight or whatever. Four, eight, whatever, divisible by two. 16, 28, yeah, 24. So, look at you knowing math. Um, Quick math. And then Bianca... Or no, Charlotte got sprayed with the mist. Somehow, Asuka was the one who got pinned. Bianca wins the title, holds it for like 15 seconds, and then EO comes and cashes in. Wouldn't it make sense for just Asuka to retain 
and then have EO pin Oscar. I feel like that's a better story. Just when we thought Oscar was getting her overdue win with the title, right? they're like, "Oh, here's a chance of her losing the title." I'm like, I wouldn't be mad if it was EO Sky cashing it in on Oscar, but like, yeah. why drop the title for Bianca? They're they're refusing on putting making Bianca a heel, even though everyone's sick to death about Bianca. She's just going the hurt business. Her boy, if they call this the Hurt Business 2.0, I swear to fucking God. No 2.0, just call it the Hurt Business, please. <laughs> I, I felt like it, you need MVP because Bobby can't talk for shit. Yeah. Well, now they got Montez, too. Mm. He Montez. can talk. Yeah, but it's like MVP fits it better because he did because in TNA they had kind of like the Hurt Business and yeah. then that worked and then Ronnie, I don't know. Hopefully, Triple H makes it better. Well, also, too, quick little news thing. Kyrie Sane is also coming back to the WWE. So I just I thought she was retired. Me too. But apparently, reports came out last night that she was going back. So who knows? Who knows? The Kabuki Warriors return. Hey, don't don't knock it till it actually happens. But we just need Paige, and we can have that whole group back together. We can have that whole group back together. But um, now let's let's talk about tribal combat. Wait, you forgot one match. What match? Shayna versus um, two matches. Shayna versus Ronda and Gunther versus Drew. I mean, people it, were upset. People were upset about Drew not winning the title. I I wasn't I I not even being like like a Gunther fan like aside like what what why why would Gunther lose it to Drew because like, you have because you, you, you have because people are like you have Drew coming back after losing the Mania not in a, trip, a match that should have been a one on one in Drew's eyes comes back at Summer comes back at Money in the Bank but biggest threat to Gunther's title reign and then you just have Drew lose it's like. If this sets up for a Drew heel turn, that's what it should be. It's, that's what it should be. But everyone's like, no, Drew should have been the one to dethrone Gunther. No, no one want, WWE does not want an Elvis impersonator to be holding, have be known as the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. It's been going on for way too long. This joke has to die. Well, that's the thing. That's my whole thing. They want to rewrite the history books for a bunch of these guys. Yeah. So Gunther losing that title last night was not in the cards unless some random uh, thing. Unless Vince is like, nah, brother, nah, mm, not Bob. Well, but hey, he hasn't been in in the office for the past couple of days. Anyway, Shayna, thirty more days, by the way, I think for that. Yeah, 30, 30 more days. If they don't do a celebration, or like they should, this is the time to to bring a new title. The European Championship, you think? Yes. Oh, I would love to, and it, I, I hope it's not a like a new design of the European oh, title. Yeah, because it's about lineage. It's about the the mat being sacred. It, it should be that. Or the NXT UK Championship. Just bring that back. Oh, yeah, you can call it the WWE UK Championship. Yeah, that title was nice. You know, well, you, no, you know I, I love my NXT UK. Yeah, but that title got unified, so it's gone forever. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Not bad booking choices, but no, anywho. No. Um, let's touch on Shayna Ronda. I mean, she's on her way out. Shanna should have won regardless. So it, it, it should have, and it's only because Ronda was out. It, it, it should have been more build up to it. 
Yeah, so, it was kind of uh, like the money in the bank turn, and it's like, yeah. all right, cool. The promos leading up to it got it got better and better and better, which was cool. But I felt like we just got Ronda and Shayna teaming up, and it's just like I felt like if you just kept it going, and then you had the heel turn. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel uh, like if, if it's because uh, she wasn't leaving so soon, like yeah. just clean cut out, we would have gotten more out of this. Potentially, the turn here at SummerSlam. And then the blow off match, whatever down the line, but you know it is what it is. Uh, Shayna needs to be the one to challenge Rhea next. I think. You think that's a good, good shout right there? Because it's Rhea versus Shayna, like, yeah. or is that like heel versus heel? Like, not going to work. I don't think it's going to work. Apparently, apparently, people are getting sick of Rhea as um, women's champion. She hasn't really done much, and that's as a big Rhea fan. You, you and I both know how yeah. much I love Rhea. And, and, and it's not on her. It's the WWE itself. Yeah. Uh, that makes you less care about Rhea than anything. After They're like, oh, you won the title. Now we just, just put you to the side. It's not even she's in. She's like on the side. She's so heavily ingrained in the Judgment Day storylines mm-hmm. with like Dom and Finn. She can't uh-huh. focus on her own. Like It'll be too much of her at that point. Yeah. Never oh, had too much, but. Hey, that kid, that video I sent you, by the way, with the kid got pushing Dom. Me. Dom, no. Dom, I'm going to beat you up. Dom, yeah. like, jokes on you. I like that. Yeah. That, that kid was so adorable, though, like pushing Dom away. Like, me. I, I would have left if Dom just picked him up and put him to the side and be like, here you go, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh. But um, let's talk about now. Trial combat or trial combat, tribal contact combat. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get it right eventually. There's too many words going on here. This it's, two, it's two words tribal combat, but then you think mortal combat, and then like that's what I want to say, and then I go tribal. It's too I, much. I wish they got the announcer to be like, ready, fight. Um, that was a missed opportunity. That's me just being an idiot. But no, I would have talk about missed opportunities. Uh, Jay should have came out and face paint and done his little uh, like I think it's called the haka, the haka dance that they used to do before their old entrance, where they used to like dance and like do the, do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. You you know you know what's a bigger missed opportunity? They didn't get Michael Buffer for the Ronda versus Shane fight. Oh yeah. I mean, hey, it was it was an MMA fight. Anyway, another misopportunity. Roman did say on ESPN that oh, all the um, Samoans were in the building. They should have been at like the front row of it, so we can see instead of be like, oh, they're in the building. Where are they, guys? No, they should have stage. There should have been torches lit they, up. They should have been on the stage, or because you know some of them are older, they can't stand for a long time. They should have been having it like in the front. Chairs at all, like literally in the barrier. So, because yeah. they're really, they were fighting in front of the crowd. They should have had the barriers there. And then you should have an interaction with the the elders and Solo, because so, they said that it's supposed to be just a one on one, and then Solo came out of nowhere. Stuff like that. Anyway, J- Jimmy broke my heart. Jimmy broke your heart. Jimmy? I mean, we're going to talk about where to go for the bloodline like in another podcast because that's a whole other thing to deal with uh, apparently paul said they're in the third inning what was bottom the, of the third bottom, bottom of the third well, we, we, when was the first inning yeah we missed a few chapters here yeah. pal paul what are you talking about because like this started they said three years ago it, it comes full circle 
it was Hell in a Cell, Jay versus Roman. That's when like this all really. No, first it was Night of Champions, or Constant Champion. Whatever, whatever one. That's when this all started. But now we're here, SummerSlam. Uh Um, Again, this. If if you thought for a fraction of a, I mean, grant you, I kind of did that Roman would drop the title here. I don't think that's plausible. Apparently, Roman and Paul have a say on when they should drop the title on. They have input on it. And it's like, they're like, we're not going to lose. I'm like, I, I feel like it could have been perfect for Jay to win it. If you had, because I feel like that fix it. Three years in the making, the abuse and all that. Yeah. Could have happened. It could have happened with Cody. Should have happened with Sammy. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like champions shouldn't have a big input on how when they should lose the title, a.k.a. look at Hulk Hogan and WCW. Well, I just feel like Roman has that say because it's been three years, longest reigning champion, blah, blah, blah. The modern day history, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the only reason why. If this was just like a normal reign, like whatever, that just happened a couple months ago, you could have had room for, you know, whatever. Like where Seth is now, as far as like, he should have lost it last night or whatever. Um, but yeah, Jay gets, uh, turned upon by his brother, Jimmy. Whoa. What are we doing there? Like, if anyone had the right, so you could have said, oh, this, this felt like a very Vince McMahon call where the sibling turns on the other sibling for reasons. And it's like. Like I, I told you off the podcast, like if Nikki and, Be- and Brie in their SummerSlam yeah. match, they're and twins. Then, too. Yeah, they're twins. Oh my god, it's a twin thing. It's, it's a twin thing. You, you will never see Jeff and Matt turn on each other. They, they, they would never because they're not twins. AKA WrestleMania twenty five, AKA WrestleMania, all the other ones. Anyway, I, I mean, you, we, we just got away on SmackDown. You could have said. That the tribal, the um, the elders told Jimmy that it wasn't Jay's time. You need to put him. Away. You need to do it. Like, I felt like it would have been better if it was somebody else in the Samoan dynasty rather than Jimmy, because then it would be less predictable. Well, you know, we got the Rock. There's a writer strike going on in Hollywood. He could have popped up, right? I'm glad you mentioned that real quick because. Right now, we're in the prime time of wrestling because TV shows are not going to get uh, new seasons. Movies aren't going to get made. What's one thing that's live that has writers, that has drama, that doesn't give, get affected by the, the writer strikes? WWE. Dude. Oh. No. Am I wrong? <laughs> Where's the storyline there? Where's the lie? Yeah. No, but like, tell me if I'm not wrong, though. Like, this is like, if you if you want drama, if you want spoiler, not spoilers, cliffhangers, and all that, WWE is the time to watch. Granted, it's fake. Half the things we watch is fake nowadays. We watch it for the drama. We watch it for the storytelling. WWE is in the prime right now. They are. Yeah, they are. They're in a great position. Um, I'm just interested to see where. The bloodline where Roman goes after this. Of course, we're going to do a whole separate podcast talking about that because there's so much to unpack here. Um, but yeah, like overall, SummerSlam, what are we giving it out of 10? Or out of five? Out of, oh, 10 or five? 10 or five? I was going to do letters, but out of okay, five. Let, no, let's do letters. I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> the numbers, Mason. The numbers. 
Uh, I, I'll say B. A high B. B. A high, like, kind of B plus, but a solid B. A solid, solid B. B. I'm with you. I liked it, you know, across the card. It wasn't I didn't seven think there was anything eight. wrong. It wasn't seven hours. No, it wasn't. But, um... Oh, also, the matches were good and entertaining. That was the main. That was deal. the main thing, and um, injuries did plague Rhea's match because it was supposed to be Rhea versus Raquel Gonzalez for the women's title. It, there weren't a lot of women's um, thing. If anything, instead of the men's battle royal, they should have had the women's battle royal for the number one contenders for the universe. Like how we say, you pick which depending yeah. on the show. They should have done that because people were like, give women a chance again. Like give them the battle royal. The men's don't need the battle royal. You, yeah. you can get them on SmackDown or Raw. Women should have just been on that. But that's my hot take on that. Yeah, no, I, I give it a B. I think it was good. It was entertaining. I liked the Cody match. I liked the Seth Finn Balor match. The women's match was good with the cash-in. Um, yeah. Let me let me ask you, where does the Judgment Day go now? Because people are saying that the Damian Priest cost Finn the match. At some point this year, and I mean 2023, Damian will be on his own. You think I, so? I just think that's the way it goes. JD McDonough tweeted out uh, after uh, their match. He was like, Finn deserves better. So is the new member of the Judgment Day coming? Or Because Finn can be like, oh, Damien, you're no longer a part of the group because you cost me twice or whatever. You're not cut to be uh, a part of the Judgment Day. And this person is. And then JD McDonough comes to the ring. I, I honestly thought it would have been funnier if they did it in the in the one year of, um, anniversary of Finn joining and Edge getting kicked out. If yeah. they kicked out Damian Priest and added in um, JD McDonough, that would be that. Yeah. I, I thought that'd be funny. But let me let me end you with this question: Who's the leader of the Judgment Day? Oh well, that was what Triple H was hinting at, right during the press conferences. I saw a clip on Instagram. Um. I'm going to go Rhea. Rhea is the leader of the Judgment Day. You can't tell me she isn't. She kind of directs the boys. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, I, are you going to say no to Rhea? Like, if Rhea tells you to exactly. do something, yeah, no. up. Honestly, I think uh, it, it could be Undertaker. If you want to give him, like, a manager role. Oh, so you're uh. just saying if you had, like, a random person to yeah. pick? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll still go with Rhea, but, you know. Of course, yeah. Nice. You could do Undertaker. You could do Uncle Howdy. Give him I something. Want, I don't do. want to involve Bray. No, no, just... leave. No, Bray could do his own thing. You make Uncle Howdy, and then you reveal under the mask Uncle Howdy's really Bo Dallas. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No. B, we do, we T, need... go, go, go. We don't need to finish. Oh, God, it's just that's a core memory unlocked. <laughs> but what is also unlocked are more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast, Get Comfy Game Break, Get Comfy Lowdown, every single Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I have been K-Lo, joined by the one and only. The BKS, B standing for the best team ever. Go, go, go. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.